Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Ed, and we have a special guest to kick off the show here for Just Plain Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. That would be Patrick, who uh, actually started his flying uh, certification life or, you know, the pro- you know process of becoming a private pilot the same time pretty much I did, years and years ago. Uh, the difference is that uh, now Patrick has actually got his certification, and uh, it literally just happened like a week or two ago, and uh, he's here to join us on the show and rub it in. Is, is that right, Ed? You think that's uh, yes. pretty much what we're about to do here? Hey. He's going to rub it in. I'm going to rub it in. Keith gave me some things to tell you also because yeah. he couldn't be here to rub it in. But right. Yeah. It. Dennis would be rubbing it in as well, but he's down in the Keys today diving. Uh, and so he'll rub that in next week. Uh, but in the meantime, before next week, I actually uh, plan to go down there and get some face-to-face time with him at his new air park. So he'll hear about that next oh, week cool. and uh, cool. probably his, uh, I don't know, quota of ball busting that is uh, about <laughs> to happen. I have a feeling. But anyway, you know what? I am. Uh, I, I, I have a tough skin. I can take it. And uh you know, it is what it is, and and that's fine. And I don't want to detract from the fact that the fact that Patrick has actually achieved something uh, that I know he's very proud of. And and welcome to Just Plain Radio. First off, Patrick, how are you? Thanks, Greg. Great to be back with you and Ed. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, uh, Patrick works for uh, Cirrus Aircraft now. He's kind of a big deal, big Kahuna. I don't know what the official <laughs> title is, but trust me, it's a he's kind of a hey, big hey. deal. Hey, hey, Patrick, he's buttering you up. He wants you to give him an airplane horn flying. So, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. okay. <laughs> we well, know where it's going to go. Of course. It's all about Greg. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, as, as someone who's a newly certified private pilot, you know, it, you're now in that mode to kind of give back, right, Patrick? So, but we'll get to that later. You, but you know where sure. I'm going. Of course you do. I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> all right. And he'll, he'll, he'll ignore me uh, as, uh, as they do. But uh, but first off, like I said, congratulations on your accomplishment. Thank you. I know it was a long time coming. Like I said, we started, I don't know, how many years ago was it, you figure? Six, maybe? Oh, no, nine. What? More. Nine. Yeah. Nine? Nine years oh. ago. Jeez. Okay. 2012. Time flies when you're an aviator uh, wannabe like me, I no guess. Kidding. No but, kidding. But you made it happen. You had to actually leave the state of Florida to make it happen, though. Is that the case? And get away from Ed and Keith? Or, or what? <laughs> well, <Ow>. you know, <laughs> I would have loved nothing more than to finish it up with Ed and Keith. Uh, but, uh, you know, through a series of life events, you know, starting and stopping, nine years went through, went by very quickly. Uh, had the opportunity to uh, leave the state of Florida and move to the lovely uh, state of Tennessee, uh, namely Knoxville. Yeah. And uh, I'm based at Cirrus Aircraft here at uh, Tyson McGee or Kilo Tango Yankee Sierra. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have presented us as as part of the flying club uh, this this fantastic opportunity to utilize uh, Cirrus Aircraft to um, do our primary and, and and really take your training as far as you want to go. 
Right. Now, back in the day but, when you started this, you were uh, here in Orlando with me, and we were you know, going through all the the training there, flight training professionals, and uh, taking the classes and working with the instructors and flying in like Cessna 172s. But you took that jump and, and, and ended up getting certified in a new Cirrus. That was part of the club thing. Is that right? Yeah, actually, uh, it would have finished a lot sooner. Uh, we started flying, or I started flying as soon as I joined Cirrus uh, back in November of 2019. And then COVID hit and shut the the uh, school down for, I'm sorry, the, the club down for a while. Yeah. And uh, we had to wait for that to come back online. Uh, you know, as, as every business did, had to adapt to the uh, change in environment here. But uh, yeah, they, they allow us to utilize uh Cirrus aircraft this one happened to be a sr20 with a g1000 and Cirrus calls it a perspective plus avionics package uh it's just a little bit more of a bespoke uh g1000 that's specifically kind of tailored to that uh, uh sr line for the Cirrus aircraft okay and but these things uh, go way faster than these 172s we were training in initially don't they well they do you know it's a high performance aircraft which is kind of cool because you know that the the SR20 is a 350 I'm sorry 215 horsepower aircraft and um it's a little bit more powerful as you can imagine it also has a really nice feature called air conditioning uh-huh. which in, <laughs> that was my problem yeah, definitely right. that, that's the whole reason <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is quite a nice aircraft to, to learn to fly in. and and you know you, you think about the Cirrus and the way it's configured with a a side stick as opposed to a, a traditional yoke and um you know, there's this this mental feeling that it's going to be very hard to transition to a side yoke, but it is so intuitive, and yeah. it it becomes like an extension of your arm. It's it's really yeah. quite amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, the, the the whole history of of going from sticks to yokes was back in the 30s when the airplanes had no hydraulic assist and it's all cables and pulleys, and you needed two hands to maneuver it. Yeah. But you know that uh, you know I, I think they they all today need to go back to the, to the stick because it is more intuitive, easier for the pilot to learn to has to do with, with, with the control and the, the movement of your body in relation to the controls. It all feels the same. Yeah. And so the brain adapts to it immediately. Okay. Well, even me, you think that would work? Absolutely. Well, okay. Maybe not you. <laughs> well, <laughs> Hey, uh, one out of two ain't bad. Or just, Split decision. Yeah. All right. Well, but but the thing is, I you know I had trouble initially staying up with a 172 when I first started flying, and and one of these Cirruses are are much faster. So other than the you know the the stick shift and all that kind of stuff, and and getting used to that or the stick. I mean, not the shift, but you know what I mean. You know, other than the feel, we know. Uh, do you got to be a little more, I don't know, faster to react than you would even on a 172, Patrick? I mean, did you have any issues there? No, I don't. You know, it's just like, you know, where it would be most apparent is flying in the pattern, right? Mm -hmm. When you're at altitude and you're cruising along, I mean, the speed is speed and you, you know, you're kind of just watching your track and distance over the ground, so on and so forth. The the thing is just learning your numbers in the pattern, you know, with the Cirrus, it's super easy. And any Cirrus that you fly on the SR line, it's, basically 100 in the downwind 90 on your base and you know right 80 78 uh, knots on final so hmm. you know as long as you're hitting those numbers and you're trimmed out you 
got your flaps in at the right place, it's it's pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, you're good to go. Uh, I love this. See, oh. I, I thought I initially would have to get my private pilot certificate and then transition into a, a higher end aircraft like that. But now I'm thinking, hey, I need to just follow Patrick's uh, flight path. What do you think there, Ed? Oh, yes, absolutely. If you can get serious to give you an aircraft, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know Patrick. <laughs> I don't think I have that much pull. What? But, uh, Come on. I, th- I think a demo flight might be in your future. That's okay. Fun. All right. We'll we, see. We can, we can do that much. Uh, you know, the other advantage, you, you have these uh, parachutes in these. So, you know, if Indeed. I ever get in the uh, pattern and start doing 360s when I'm not supposed to, I at least have that to fall back on, Ed. What do you think? Well, I think it's, what, 600 feet before you can deploy it? Oh, so okay. You, you got at least be at 600 feet. Well, it would have yeah, covered my accident, at least, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, that's... He, he, he's, <laughs> hey, Patrick, he's talking about on his second solo, uh, the controller made him do a right 360 on final to runway ah, seven. Yeah, the controller made me do feet. it. Right. At, at well, how many feet? 350. At, yeah. Uh I would have probably rejected that one. Well, well that's I was when Greg learned learned to say what? What'd you learn to say? Uh, uh no no what is it? No can do. Uh I am unable. unable. Right. That's what I unable. mean. Of course. It's been a while. You know, it's nine years, <laughs> you're gonna forget a couple things. You hear what I'm saying, Patrick? Oh you know. I do. How how long did it take you to go from, you know, getting back in the cockpit and flying? did this only happen like the last six months or so or what? Yeah, roughly. We we started the uh, flying club back up in let's see here. Went down in March. We came back in uh, June, July time frame. So you know, so, Patrick is setting yeah. the bar. Nine years. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. I've exceeded it, so I've already won in my mind. But uh, we'll, this we'll, is true. We're going to continue this conversation we'll on the other side. Just plain radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. Co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Ed and our special guest, Patrick, who now works at Cirrus Aircraft up there in Tennessee. Uh, by the way, Patrick, i got to ask, now that you're a certified pilot, I know you're going right into your IFR certification, which is awesome. Uh, they obviously gave you uh, an aircraft uh, to personally use beyond the demo and everything of getting your uh, your ticket now, right? Well, not quite. I mean, we certainly what? still have... We still have to pay for the aircraft. Oh, come on. <laughs> and we have to pay for our instructor. So not so fast. Deal breaker. Uh, it sounds <laughs> like it. I'm, well, no, it wouldn't be yet if I went up to Tennessee. Because if I wanted to follow in your flight path, I'd have to go up to Tennessee and see if I could tag along with one of these groups that you uh, worked with. Or what do you think? Well, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a number of uh, folks that specialize in training in services as well. And I'm hoping uh, flight training uh, professionals get there at some point as well because they're amazing oh, we, machines. We, uh, yeah, Evan, Evan is a CSIP. Oh, there you, you have go. one already. There, has, has, been, has been for four or five years. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's fantastic. Had, All right. At one point, uh, we had that SR-20 that Dr. Morgan owned. He had it on, on lease back, and we were, we were training and renting it. Yeah. Well, why didn't uh, you ever mention that to me, Ed? You never uh, brought that because up. Because you would have to pay for it. Or I could just and have to brown nose Evan, right? <laughs> oh, God. We could have worked a deal. I would have given him a Just Plain Radio hat and T-shirt. Well, actually, just a hat because I don't have any yeah, T-shirts okay. at the moment. But regardless, we would have worked a deal. Uh, but, uh, you know, I digress. But, you know, now that you've done this part, I mentioned you, you're going right into your IFR training. Do you have a uh, end you know, end goal in, in mind here, um, Patrick, or what do you think with your research? Yeah, so we've got a path laid out here. Um, the plan is to study really hard and get the written done first, and so I'm currently engaged in, in that. Uh, and uh, once that's done, we'll, we'll go ahead and start pounding away at, uh, you know, about 50 hours across country, you know, uh, PIC time. So, you know, accumulating those hours and uh getting to learn all those instrument procedures. So hopefully uh, weather will be better than we had this winter and hmm. uh, we'll get some good IFR flying here over the summer and be done before the fall, if not before, and then roll right into commercial. Really? So you're just going to keep going and going and going right uh, one after the other. And, the, and is, Absolutely. The, is the goal just to get more familiar with how the plane operates? Because obviously, you know, uh, Patrick, he works in the sales and marketing side of Sierra. So you want to just be more informed when you're talking to p- prospective uh, purchasers and things, I guess, or what? Well, certainly knowing your product, right, to market it is, is, is a benefit. But really yeah. being a competent, proficient, safe pilot, uh, if you are commercially rated and you're adhering to 
Cirrus's strict kind of currency and proficiency standards, you're able to fly a lot more of the corporately managed and owned fleet. Uh, the ability to participate for the experience piece of it, not necessarily to get paid, mm-hmm. but uh, the experience piece of ferrying new aircraft from Duluth, Minnesota, where they're assembled, right. down to Knoxville, where we deliver them. Uh, I've been been able to be on a few of those flights. It's uh, quite an incredible experience, and and really that's the objective. Got it. Cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's kind of interesting, too, when you're flying in one of these cool new Cirrus, because there's a little panache that comes with it, too. I mean, I remember when I came back in uh, in from the Bahamas with uh, Captain Dennis and his Mooney 201, which is an older aircraft, very uh, capable aircraft, but it was his first time to the Bahamas, and we had actually used, like, mass tape to put the numbers on the fin, that kind of thing, and you know, we're cruising into customs and yeah, I don't know, we may not have looked like the most uh, stylish aviators <laughs> out there. And then a little, little rednecky. Well, especially when this brand spanking new Cirrus SR twenty two pulls up next to us and he looks at us like, and they look at us like, Hey guys, nice numbers. And I <laughs> I don't think it was like uh you know, a super compliment kind of thing, but but they were very nice. And if I was them I'd be saying, Hey losers, <laughs> get a real plane too. You know, and that's what you can do as a Cirrus owner, I guess. Couldn't you, Patrick, if you wanted? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, why not? Yeah, absolutely. So, but ferrying uh, like new uh, craft across the country to, you know, purchasers and things like that. That's one thing you want to do. What about privately? You just want to go putz around with the family and stuff like that? Uh, Do some of that? Is that the goal ultimately? Oh, absolutely. We've already got uh, three or four kind of longer cross countries planned. you know, based on aircraft availability, uh, we're heading to Savannah shortly in the next month or so. Asheville, which is not that far, it's about I don't know hour hour flight over the mountains, and then uh, certainly down to old stomping grounds in Orlando, and hopefully if we can get an aircraft down to Lakeland for a sun of fun. There you go. Yeah, that that is the tentative plan at the moment in April, right? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. so you'll yeah. have uh, like maybe several aircraft or one demo, or do you know at this point? Yeah, we're we're planning on having uh, a number of demo aircraft on site, including a Vision Jet and um, uh, a number of SR-22s on display on the Wardbird ramp next to Mike Boolean's uh, show trailer there. Nice. And uh, we'll have a little setup there for Cirrus and uh, be taking questions and hopefully getting some folks interested in A, learning how to fly and B, owning a Cirrus. Okay, so uh, you don't necessarily have to give me one right away anyway because I'm not cert- certified yet. That's down the road. But a demo flight would be pretty awesome. Maybe we could set that up for Sun and Fun. That might be a real possibility. Yep, you can, you can count on it. We'll get it okay. done. Okay, yeah. Hey, what, what about the Vision Jet? Have you been flying around in that thing too? I've had the opportunity. I think I'm on my fifth or sixth Vision Jet flight. Uh, it's an incredible aircraft and, and the, uh, the visibility, you think it's a small aircraft, but when you get inside, it is, I, I would say well in excess of what you would see in some of the, of the competitive aircraft in terms of creature comforts, space, uh, these huge panoramic windows that just give you an awesome view of what's happening outside the aircraft. Nice. Now, are you yeah, flying well, and landing that thing too? Or is- no, I've I've only been right seat so far, but yeah. uh, this week, knock on wood, there's an opportunity to fly out to Scottsdale, 
where I may be able to left seat it. So I'm wow. keep my fingers crossed. Okay, cool. But that is the kind of uh, aircraft that you wouldn't necessarily learn right out of the box. No, no, you got to no, start. You would need. You got to get a type rating for that. You need to have your IFR. Right. There's there's a number of steps you've got to get through to to get to uh to a jet type rating. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it, it always there's always something you know to look forward to. So you, maybe in another year you'll be doing that. I guess is that you well, think? Well, there's a long list of folks ahead of me that want to ah, get their type okay. rating. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, I I love the fact that you've done it, even though you're making me look bad. You were the last holdout that I was hoping. Well, I I still am right there with Patrick. And you just well, kind of you know, screwed me over there, Patrick. <laughs> as I say, you never give up, ever. No, I don't. No. I, I, and I haven't, have I, Ed? I keep talking about nope. it. I'm going to get it done. Wait, 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 wait. What, 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 what? You keep talking about it. I haven't you given up. Done. I never gave up. No, but you've also not done anything. Right, but I haven't <laughs> given up, you know? So you look at the bright side, you know, or done. the downside. I don't know. It depends on your perspective, I guess, if you want me to be a private <laughs> pilot or not. All right. Well, uh, we thank uh, Patrick for being on. And, of course, you can check uh, out Cirrus at CirrusAircraft.com. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How is it going with a plane? <sighs> we managed to help someone with it, but in so doing, the engines were damaged beyond repair. You won't fly? I wish I had better news, but we'll find a way to bring you home. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, a co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Ed, and we are now joined from uh, AOPA, Tom Haynes, the big cheese, big kahuna. Went from one, like the grand poobah of Cirrus, to the big kahuna at uh, at AOPA. I don't know if they like uh, the titles that I just dish out, uh, you know, it's just what I do sometimes, but it's, you know, I just want to put things in perspective uh, for everyone that is along for the ride today and uh, trying to, you know. 
uh, understand the big deal that these folks that we get on Just Plain Radio are. Tom, how are you, buddy? And maybe hey, I Greg. should apologize right up front. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, not necessary because you know my wife calls me worse things. So okay, you know, that's right. uh, I'll, I'll I'll take it. Well, we have that in common then for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know, uh, you just heard that uh, Patrick got his uh, private pilot certification. Right. I know you send him uh, your best as well. You know, yeah, you followed his progress over the entire nine years, and uh, yeah. you know, but fear not, you still have me to cheer on, Tom. Uh, yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running out of steam there. What? I gotta come tell on. you, you know, come on. I'm looking at Patrick, uh, not as a deterrent, not as something that, you know, I'm embarrassed that it's taken so long, but as inspiration that, uh, okay. look, it took him nine years. Maybe I'll go for 10. I don't know, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's all about the that attitude. Means you'd have to go get in an airplane and start flying again. Well, I'm doing this next week with uh, Dennis, Ed. I'm actually going to go fly. Oh, so Dennis is your instructor now. Great. Good. No, you no, like no. That. He's just flying me around. He's, uh, <laughs> I'm going down to his airport. <laughs> Not the same. And you don't just absorb the flight. I thought he was going to keep riding yeah, around. No, it, 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 it's like, it's like a virus. It's like coronavirus. It's, you're oh. going to catch it. Just you know? by being in the neighborhood. Yeah. I think it, it works that way sometimes. At least that's what I'm going with. Serious? Seriously, if you're going to go flying with Dennis, you need to take your logbook. He's a flight instructor now. He can put dual time in your logbook. Oh, okay. All right. Well, and, we'll... And, 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 and you can tell him I said that. All right. Well, <laughs> he, he should know it. He's a flight instructor. So, I, you know, I didn't think about that part of it, but I was just going down there and say, hey, let's fly over, pick up some Florida stone crabs or something like that, whatever it takes. Black and fish sandwich down in the Keys. You know, we're going to be in Fort Myers close enough. Uh, wherever he wants to fly, I'm along for the ride. But uh, yeah, I, I better get credit for it. I, I hear there you. There you go. I hear you. you. Should. So, um, you know, we got a lot of things to look forward to other than my private pilot certificate because, you know, you're going to be looking for a long time at the pace I've been going. But, <laughs> but, uh, sun and fun. The temperatures this winter, it came close because hell almost froze over. Well, okay. <laughs> There's that. Uh, but Sun and Fun, is, as we mentioned earlier, is going to be happening in April. Everybody in the aviation world's definitely looking forward to this, myself included, especially the fact that, you know, we might actually get to demo a, a Cirrus. That will be awesome if I could just even go up in a ride with one of those things. It'll be great. But the, you guys are getting a lot of questions, I know, at headquarters at AOPA, uh, Tom, about how the, the events like Sun and Fun and, and Air Venture will be shortly thereafter. How are they going to look different under this uh, blanket of COVID? Well, hopefully coming out of it, but still there's going to be some pretty big effects on how the shows are run. You figure? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's been really dynamic. I know for us as exhibitors and all the other exhibitors as well, it's been difficult to plan for this one. We're, we're going to send about a quarter of the staff that we normally do and mm. kind of reshaping our campus to provide some social distancing and do as much outside as we can. Um, and I know I, other exhibitors that I talked to are doing the same thing. Uh, seminar tents are going to be few and far between. We're actually going to have probably the only one on campus, but it's going to be open-sided uh, and everybody else at uh, all the all the other usual places to go for seminars at Sun and Fun are going to be closed because of concerns about having people inside uh, in closed rooms. Um, but uh, EAA at AirVenture they have, they've said that um, they're going to do the same thing, spreading out exhibitors, moving some of them completely outdoors. They're going to create uh, sort of two air show venues, uh, one at one end of the airport, one at the other, to try to spread the crowds out. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's really difficult for the planners on both the exhibitor side and also from the event planner side about about how to handle this. But, man, there is a pen up demand. Everybody I talk to really is anxious oh, to yeah. get yeah, out was, and go, go places. Heck, yeah. I was 
talking to some people over in Melbourne. Uh, I was over there giving a flight test, and evidently their air show is coming back here sometime in May. Mm. They have the Blue Angels, and I'm like, oh okay. great, because I I I have I have missed air shows. Last one I was at was in August of 2019. It was up in Michigan, Thunder over Michigan, and you know it it's it's you, you're so used to going to them, and yeah, you know, I do three or four a year. It was kind of nice having a little bit of break, but I'm ready to go back. Heck right. yeah, no yeah. doubt. You know, and we talked uh, lights from Sun and Fun a couple weeks yep. ago on the show to get a little preview of how they, you know, are going to execute the show. And and the one great thing about Lakeland and the location of where they have the event is that they have tons of real estate. So yeah, they, they really do have, uh, even though the crowds can be massive over the week. Uh, yeah, they, I mean. They just have tons and tons of acreage where people can spread out and still enjoy all the festivities and, and keep their six feet away and, and, and all that kind of thing. Same kind of thing at AirVenture, I, I would guess, won't it, you think, Tom? Yeah, they have a lot of real estate there, too. You know, exhibit halls are going to be a challenge for the organizers, so I imagine they're going to have to meter people in and out of the exhibit halls. But that, that shouldn't be that difficult because there aren't that many doors, so uh, I'm sure they'll figure that out. And um so, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of changes, but I think pilots are willing to put up with it because they're just anxious to get out and see their friends again, see air shows again. And I know I've really missed seeing all my, my air show and aviation buddies over the last uh, 15 months or so. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do the tater bake uh, or like, you know, things like the ice cream social. But they better find a right. way. The corn roast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The corn roast. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so much fun. Uh, you know, uh, to do that. But, but once again, they have the real estate to spread everybody out a little bit and you, you still be able to have that camaraderie of all your aviation friends. So you guys are going to be out there in AOPA. Like I said, you're just going to go come down with a little bit less of a staff so people can spread out a little bit more, but probably see the same stuff we see every year, if not more, I guess. Right. Yeah. I think uh, it's great that the, the air shows, the military acts are back and are showing up, um, at these events. So it's nice. Because, I mean, air shows can be easily social, socially distanced if you're there just to see the air show. It's mm-hmm. easy enough to spread out. If you're really interested in some of the exhibits and products and all that sort of thing, okay, maybe you're going to be standing a little closer to somebody. But still, I think if people are careful, it can be done uh, appropriately, and people can still have a great time. And it'll be great for the exhibitors because, you know, they're all anxious to, to get back in touch with pilots and start selling products again. And so, um, Well, I'm, the performers I'm, are Jones and two, according to yeah. lights. He told me, he said, they can't wait to uh, perform again. They're, they're doing their nighttime air shows as they typically do at Sun and Fun. And they mm-hmm. have a uh, drone element again this year. And so he, he, they're pretty excited. And I, even, I asked him, about, what about the fireworks and all that stuff? They said, nope, it's on. Everything's happening just like uh, the good old days. So yeah, uh, great. there'll be an element of, of normalcy possibly to this as well. Just everybody spread it out maybe a little bit more. And like you said, for some of the seminars and things, but even at Sun and Fun and, and uh, Air Venture for that matter, a lot of the seminar presentations are in kind of those outdoor, you know, uh, cabanas or I don't know, garages or what, what are right. what? Yeah, pavilions. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. So there's yeah. some outdoor, uh, you know, areas for them to still do that kind of stuff. And, and that kind of thing too. So I'm looking forward to it. You're looking forward to it. Yeah. Are you going to do a few demos while you're out there too? Do you got some private things on your mind that you want to accomplish? Or are you going to be just working too much for AOPA at the time? 
Oh, I'm sure I'm going to be going around to the exhibit halls and uh, looking looking to lose some money on some products of some sort or another for the airplane and uh, that, and fill in the flight bag and just, just like everybody else, sure. Tom Haynes, AOPA. <laughs> what about you, Ed? You got a mission this year for Sun and Fun, or are you just looking forward to everything, the entire experience? Nothing particular. I've got all the toys that I need at the moment, but... Um, well, what about your buddy, Greg? But, you can get me something. No, if you're uh, a... You're, I got an entire me. list. Like Tom, I miss seeing people. It is a people person. Let's let's face it. Yeah, that makes sense. As many of us are. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What is this? Somebody enrolled somebody back into pilot school. So what do you say we quit that dead-end job you're in and put your mommy in a real nice home, something with 24-hour care on me, and not one of them Bangham and Binham joints, something really nice. Would be nice to go back to pilot school. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Ed and also our guest from Mayo PA, Tom Haynes. Rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information and just, uh, you know, share some stories and events that we're looking forward to as aviation enthusiasts like Sun and Fun in April. It won't happen soon enough. Uh, Or, you know, next week I'll be, uh, I'm sure, raving about Captain Dennis's air park that he lives in in Fort Myers now and my little flights that i uh plan to do with him next week yeah and get credit for on my flight training yes, according get to, in your logbook yes i will i'll bring it along for sure so uh but but i'm i'm really looking forward to it that'll be a fun outing and every little flight like that uh i see those as you know kind of keeps my head in the game you know sometimes if it's been a while you know it takes me a few minutes to kind of catch up with what's going on but it starts clicking pretty quick I mean, you see that as a flight instructor, even though you're you're really you're kind of examining now for the FAA, right, Ed? But you see no, that, right? Yo, Yo, you're doing both. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just flew the the a 340 yesterday doing instrument currency with a guy, so yeah. I do that. Uh, so I still do a little bit here and there through through uh, FTP and and uh, and uh, things like that. But you know, you're you're right that you know you take somebody who hasn't done it in a while and mm-hmm. and and. Yeah, it takes them a little while to get back into it, but uh, but it starts clicking pretty quick. Yeah, uh, I tell them that the, the the tech is the newest thing usually that's changed since they were out of it. And we see a lot of people coming back into aviation that have been out of it for years. We're talking early nineties, and and it is drastically different. And and that's the thing that is the biggest challenge for them. I, I remind them that physics hasn't changed; the airplane still flies the same. And that the, all the other stuff, we'll make sure they understand it before before we turn them loose. Okay. Well, I figured if I waited long enough, the plane would just fly everything for me, and I wouldn't have to learn well, much. Well, you should but... ask Patrick if they could put the Autoland in, in an SR-20 for you. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Well, I I was just relying on the parachute. That was good enough for me until you said if I was at 300 feet, all the parachute would do would just drape over my accident. So, but Keep regardless, yeah, I got to be a little higher than that. But that's that's all good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have a little chat with him about that. Maybe at Sun and Fun now. AOPA, you know, you're always covering all the latest uh, cool stuff for aviators there, Tom. So I know you have some deadlines coming. Up. Is is it uh, what, what's happening at the end of May for curriculum for was it high school aviation classes yeah, or what? Absolutely, yeah. For the you know we have this aviation STEM curriculum for high schools, and we right. have about ten thousand kids across the country using it today, and. 38 states, I think it is. And, um, and so we have all four years done now in grades nine through 12. And so um, May 31st is the deadline for schools to apply to use the curriculum for the next school year. So, you know, you talk about what's happening with COVID and you think, well, you know, what are the pilot jobs of the future and why do we need to be interesting, you know, getting kids aware of what's happening in aviation? Because what are the opportunities right now? They're, they're huge. The pilot hiring is coming back. And uh, if you talk yep. to JS Firm, one of the big job uh, job uh, listing sites, uh, all sorts of aviation related jobs are trending upward again. So we need to fill these jobs, and we're trying to make high school kids aware of what the opportunities are in aviation. So that's what this aviation STEM curriculum is, and it's free to schools across the country. Anybody, any school can get it, um, but uh, just need to apply by May thirty first to use it for the next. School year, so pretty excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, the opportunities are going to be huge. I mean, we were thinking uh, United. I think an American was going to lay off a bunch of pilots, uh, and you know, but, but because of the stimulus, a couple, you know, week two right. ago, you know, now they're saying no, and uh, they they see a huge, huge increase popping up, and by the end of next summer, probably exceeding what we did in two thousand nineteen. That's what they're rambling about at the moment, but we'll cool. have to wait and see. The, the other thing that's going to happen is they start recalling people that they did furlough or they put in, you know, their kind of holding pattern. They, you know, they took their voluntary leave. Um, some of those people aren't going to come back. Uh, you know, I know a handful of them that got better jobs, got into the corporate world that they wanted to be in anyhow. They're like, yeah, yeah we're not going back. Yeah. You know, and so um, that, that's the other thing that that will actually create actually a little bit more demand. Plus, there's some people in the airline industry that just took, oh, I'll just take an early retirement. I'm tired sure. of stuff anyhow. Yeah. yeah. And so it's really, it, it, it is going to bounce back, I think, a lot faster than people first imagined. Yeah. And, right. and we we're already seeing signs of that. Right. Yeah. And even, even if uh, the airlines are a little slower in recovering, the thing that's still staring them all in the face is the mandatory retirement age of 65. So there's a whole bunch of people, pilots, who are going to just time out and have to retire. And so even um, if the airlines stay kind of a little bit depressed for a couple of years, the, it's still going to have a significant impact on pilot availability just with retirements alone. So there's there's a demand out there, and not just for pilots. I think probably at the flight school, you guys know, uh, Ed, uh, how difficult it is to get maintenance technicians. Good grief, man. There's just hmm. big oh, yeah. technicians. Maintenance shops are, are, are hurting, and they're busy. They're busy as all get out. Yeah. Um, that uh, I've talked to all the different schools around, and, trying to get stuff done in maintenance and a few shop owners that I know that they're, they're all, you know, saying, no, there, there is no, no, no dip. It's, it's full speed ahead. And, and, you know, of any mechanics, I'm like, I don't know any mechanics. <laughs> yeah. 
And, yeah. and the other thing is what happens is the, the there are a lot of mechanic schools around there, like three of them in the Orlando area. But what happens is Disney and U- Universal hire all the mechanics because they're trained, nationally certified mechanics to understand hydraulic systems. And what are all your rides? Basically simulators. Yeah. Hydraulic. Yeah. We got to make the new Biden uh, statue move properly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, House of Presidents there in Liberty there Square go. and Disney World. Yeah, I, yeah, I just went there actually, and uh, uh, it's closed down. They're working on it, so they it's probably a, you know, it's probably a former pilot, and they're making a move. Who knows? Uh, what? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Right. Both. Uh, what else has been on the radar there at AOPA, Tom? What else you've been seeing? Well, you know, we just seen activity up. Uh, you know, we, we track activity at uh, the top seventy-seven airports, and and a lot of weekends we're seeing traffic at twenty and thirty percent above um, even 2019 numbers, never mind 2020, where we knew that traffic was depressed uh, throughout most of the year, but we're seeing traffic up higher than 2019 numbers. So uh, people are getting out and flying and understanding that uh, GA airplane is a great way to get around the country in a COVID era when you maybe don't want to get on the airlines and they're really taking advantage of their airplanes. So we just see traffic up um, at all, all those airports and flight schools are busy. And we already talked about the shops and, and how busy they are. So it's really Really good to see people out using their airplanes. Prices of, of used airplanes are through the roof. Um, people are buying uh, airplanes like crazy. So um, I think general aviation right now is seeing um, uh, you know a big boost, and it's really nice to see because it's such a cyclical business and uh, yes, yes. too often feeling like it's kind of depressed. Yeah, talking talking with Keith um, at the, at the school, he's seen an uptick in private individuals who've always wanted to learn how to fly, hadn't done it finally decided hell with it. it you know I, who knows what next year is going to be right. i'm going to just do this and right. uh, and i'm going to buy myself an airplane so i can go where i want when i want and don't have to worry about all this because they've seen other people they know with airplanes keep going in this time and and uh and so it is that there is a trend of that type of aviation coming in so it's not just the pro pilots that they're seeing they're seeing more of the the professional version uh, yeah. coming in and, and and wanting to do it for pleasure and, and for business. I think right. it's my year. I, you know, I, I do. I think this is it. Number 10. Uh, it, it's not I think, 10 I think years. Yeah. Pro- professional people, Greg, that's what he said. Well, you know, I, I can act that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is I haven't been able to dive either because of COVID. And that's really yeah. my mission for becoming a pilot is to fly to some of these islands and stuff. And I couldn't do that at this point. But now that they're going to start opening up. You know, my motivation is back. That'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than than learning to learn to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.